it's David Woodwell with another installment of Pennsylvania Legacies, uh, talking about folks in Pennsylvania making great differences in environment, conservation, and even today, public health. We're talking about our guest today is Hannah Hardy, a longtime former Peck employee who left us to go off and do marvelous things that we'll talk about, uh, but was in the administration of Mayor Tom Murphy working on trails then with Peck for a long time, uh, and now at the Allegheny County Health Department working on chronic health issues, especially related to lifestyle. So welcome, and thanks for joining us. Thank Anna. you for having me. So I want to go back a little bit. You were involved with the administration of Tom Murphy when sort of Pittsburgh was really at the height of its trail building experiment and experience. Yeah, so that was like late 90s, early 2000s. That's right. And, and I mean, Tom Murphy was ahead of the curve nationally. I mean, he was on the board of the Rails to Trails Conservancy as the mayor way back then. So it was an honor to work for him. So you worked on a bunch of what's now the Three Rivers Heritage Trail Network. Yeah. I mean, the issues of conservation and trail development were so important to him and his administration that I was in his office I actually working on parks and trails issues. So somebody who was in his office who could kind of work with all of our private partners, work with all the different departments, but be kind of separate from all of those people to kind of manage what was going on. So yeah, we were um, extending with a lot of partners that were around the table, a lot of the Three Rivers Heritage Trail, which the goal is, continues to be, trail on both sides of all three major rivers in Allegheny County going up the Yawk as well. And so we did a lot of that work. So what is that total? 43 miles or something. It's not all done yet, but we've gotten a heck of a lot of it done. So what was the, I, I mean, backing up a little bit, usually there's a leader who gets a lot of the credit for this, but there are a lot of people who really do the work underneath it. And Tom was sort of doing all of the above, but what was the most complicated trail piece you were working on at that point? Well, he did do all the above. He was really hands-on with all the things he had to manage with the trails and parks work that we were doing. The most complicated piece. Um, well, I will say, if you, you mentioned kind of like some of the unsung heroes. One strategy that we figured out early on, that he figured out early on, was actually that the city could build a lot of the trails themselves. So some of the unsung heroes with many of the trails that people are still riding on today were built by Department of Public Works employees. So we may have gotten funding from another source, but they were built in-house. So that was a really key strategy. So there's some of the unsung heroes with our trail development. Some of the more challenging pieces, we had a really, this was kind of before trails had really caught on. We had a really challenging piece along the Ohio River wherein we had a lot of adjacent property owners. You know, the, the railroad had been gone for many, many years, so it was kind of like, a, you know, the Wild West in terms of people, people being able to do whatever they wanted to do. And the city purchased the property, but we had to kind of go back and regain control of the property. And that was a challenge because at that point, people didn't understand the big vision and people didn't understand what the benefit of trails are going to be. And people thought, oh, it's going to increase crime on my property. It's going to be more nuisance. It's going to be, you know, these are going to be all kind of negative issues for my property. Um, and so it really was a process of talking to people, 
you know, making the point that these are going to be more eyes on the property, families. It's not, could be a way to reduce crime if that's your concern, things like that. So that was a pretty tough stretch because it happened early on along the Ohio River, you know, from like the West End Bridge down towards, not out of the city, but going out of the city. That was a tough property to get. We've had number, a number, as you know, David, of challenges with active railroad lines. You know, when you get outside Allegheny County, there's a lot of abandoned railroads that may have been expensive, may have been a challenge, may have taken like many years to pull together, but they were available for sale. So a lot of the stuff that's happened in Allegheny County in the city has been working with still active railroad lines. Some of that work, which is still going on today. Well, and you got really involved also with the Steel Valley Trail Council, the Great Allegheny Passage, and really that last 11 miles of that coming into Pittsburgh. And you were kind of integral to that stuff happening, whether you like to say it or not. Well, and you were too. You were too, definitely. But that, I mean, that section, so this is along the Monongahela River, primarily on the south side, basically from Pittsburgh out to McKeesport, so it's 11 miles. There is something like 23 individual parcels that had to be put together for that stretch of trail. So the great example is a lot of the trail in Westmoreland County, again, it was expensive, it was a challenge, but it was 43 miles in one fell swoop. This was like years of parcel by parcel if we could get a quarter mile easement, we were so happy. Some of it is, um, small sections of it are on road, um, are, but was separated. You know, the, my favorite story, which you were involved in, is really the Coke Gas Pipeline section of the trail. I mean, it's, it's just an amazing story to look at the pictures of what was on that property. This is a bench in the hillside behind Kennywood Park that nobody knew existed probably except U.S. Steel and the railroads. You know, we have pictures of the coke gas pipeline with, you know, a man next to it, a person next to it. And like the person is dwarfed, this huge structure that was on this property for two miles. And now it's a beautiful, natural trail that really when you're there, you can see the steel mill across the river, but it feels really natural. You can hear the roller coasters in Kennywood, but... It's a beautiful, that's a, be- that was a beautiful conservation example. And in that case, U.S. Steel did a lot of the work. They cleaned up the property. You know, we certainly paid for the property, the collect- collection of partners who were working on that. But I'm sure that what they put in for cleanup far exceeds what we actually yeah. paid them for the property. So you then, you, did, you had all this great success with trails, including water trails and the Captain John Smith water trail, oh, working nice. with the Chesapeake Conservancy, all this other stuff. And then you left it all behind for health, not your health, for the public health. Well, my health too. I mean, I'm raising, you know, I'm raising a family. So I started thinking about my health too. It really was some of the working on the Steel Valley sections of the trail that kind of shifted my professional focus. So we would be out um, in Duquesne looking at an easement or something, um, talking about how this connection from Duquesne was going to go all the way to Washington, D.C., which is phenomenal and amazing. But I also started looking up the hill in Duquesne. Like, oh, what about the people who live up there who don't really have a community park even? Um, So that was really the shift for me, was to start to think about trails and the local... It really started with trails, the local use of trails, and thinking about... I really shifted towards more of the... From the building towards the programming and getting people to use the trails. You know, we did have some trepidation. What if we built these trails and nobody used them? Um, and, um, really, you know, I had an understanding because of my affection for the work that trails are good for your health. And it's a way for, it was a way for me with my young kids to get out and be active. You know, I remember taking 
my kids to the opening for the trail um, in Whitaker. And they, you know, they were on the front page of the little local, the ATA Allegheny Trail Alliance newsletter on their bikes, you know, and they loved it. Um, and it really, as it became a part of my lifestyle, I just kind of wanted that for everybody because I saw the benefits. Well, that's also, I mean, so often we talk about trails and the economic development of people from outside the region coming in or wherever the trail may be, you know, whether it's in Ohio, Pennsylvania, West Virginia, or elsewhere in the country. But what about the local use of it? I mean, is the local a big part of the usage of the trails? I think it is. It has become a big part of, so the, so the work, so, so one thing that is important, which will shift gears for us, but, um, you know, people making, having access to things like trails, which is a very easy and accessible for everybody place to be active can have a serious impact on our health. We, in Allegheny County, in Pennsylvania, you know, when you look across the board, we just struggle related to our health indicators, right? Um, in, in Allegheny County, 50%, and our director even says, if you look at the different leading causes of death, 80% of our leading causes of death are preventable if we could all eat better, become more physically active, and quit smoking, that is real. So a lot of the newer public health work that we're doing related to chronic disease is focused on people's behaviors. So if we, I, can make that easier for people to do in their own communities, they might be more likely to do it. I have always been up front. I'm never, I'm, I will say it, I'm never going to run a marathon. I mean, maybe I will at some point, who knows, but I'm probably never going to run a marathon, but I will go down and use the Three Rivers Heritage Trail and that'll make me healthier. So that's really the shift and that, that's really important. So if we can all collectively make that easier for people, they'll be more likely to make the changes in their life that will allow them to live longer. You know, the Surgeon General is really um, focused on walking. If you walk, you know, what is it, 30 minutes a day or something, you can, I mean, there's evidence that that can add 10 years to your life. That, you know, you talk about fitness, all of these different things about being healthy. That's doable, I think, for a lot of people. So is that the focus of public health now? I mean, what's public health about? Well, that is the focus of my work in public health. Certainly, there's a lot of public health work out there, from infectious disease to all the Zika stuff to even considering violence as a public health issue. Um, traffic safety, there's a program that I partner, you know, that is in, in my program that's focused on traffic safety. So those are clearly all public health issues. When we talk about chronic disease prevention, we used to do a lot more like diabetes prevention, specific cancer prevention, you know, those type of specific disease work. Now, though, we, a lot of public health work nationally is framed around, um, related to chronic disease, getting people to lead healthier lifestyles by making these healthier choices. And certainly some of the underlying theme is that simple changes can make a difference. You have to start somewhere and that simple changes can make a difference. You know, in the food arena, we're looking at things like healthy corner stores. Can you get a couple of healthier food items into a corner store, you know, so that when a kid is going to school, maybe they'll pick, maybe they will, if they have some nutritional education, pick up an apple instead of, you know, hot Cheetos, which are like, you know, 25 cents and a kid can get like four of them. You know, it's like the same thing. Can you get more kids walking to school? Can you get, you know, we're doing a lot of work with schools and schools are doing a lot of very amazing things from like safe routes to schools programs, getting kids to be more physically active throughout the day, yoga in school, things like that. So those simple changes really lead to longer term lifestyle issues. So, so are you focused on kids? 
No, no, we're focused at Allegheny County. No, we're focused. We have a countywide health and wellness campaign. It's called Live Well Allegheny, and it is focused on encouraging people through evidence-based practices to change their behavior. So, for example, we're trying to get every community, and you know we have 130 of them in Allegheny County because we have so many municipalities in Mm -hmm. Allegheny County. We're trying to get every municipality in Allegheny County, we currently have about 25 that have committed to commit to Live Well Allegheny. What that means is they're committing three, three simple changes. These are things like make your parks go smoke-free. Pass a resolution to make your parks go smoke-free. Commit to trail development. We have several um, municipalities that are, as part of their Live Well commitment, committing to trail development. Um, we have several municipalities that just applied for funding from the county to do a multi-municipal bike plan. That qualifies for their Live Well community. But these are simple changes. Will they set, give wellness information to their employees? So we're, we are, we're trying to do that with municipalities. The same thing with schools, Live Well schools. And then we also have workplaces. Um, so there's a lot of workplace wellness work and live well restaurants. So my director is certainly, you know, she always says, you don't have to take the fries off every salad, but you have to have an alternate, you know, you have to have an alternate. People have to be able to maybe get a vegetable as a side dish. You know, those things do make a difference. So no, no, we're not just focused on kids. In fact, I've been involved in a lot of things recently related to, um, people being able to age in their com- well in their communities. So Aetna is one of our live well communities. When I was talking to their county council member, he was really focused on their older population. And can those folks, are there sidewalks? Can they walk to the bus to get where they need to go? Um, which contributes to their health, but also allows them to stay in their homes longer. So how do you measure success? You measure on this? success. Is this? I mean, it's long-term, but it's also, can you tell if you're getting a message through to people? Well, I think that's a good question. So public health, the field in general is big on measurement. So we are doing, we're in the field right now with what's called the Allegheny Health Survey. So we are doing a survey. We will do that probably every five years. So there will be some quantitative um, measurement. We will look at obesity rates. I mean, at the end of the day, you have to look at rates of disease, you know, hope that our rates of diabetes will go down, hope that our rates of, um, our obesity rates will go down, and hope our smoking rates will go down. I mean, at the end of the day, you do have to look at those. Those are the health indicators that we use. So, I still get, you're in public health. This wasn't your background. I mean, this is just, <laughs> this jump is just, it's very cool. But what were you doing before you were doing But it started the, with the trail work. It started with the trail work. It started with the trail work. And before that, before you were doing the county, you were doing Let's Move. Right. right? That was focused on kids. That's right. Which was mostly, a fe- it came down from the feds as well, focused on kids, right? Right. Focused on kids. Let's Move is, you know, the first, first lady, um, Michelle Obama's national movement, you know, which is focused on reducing childhood obesity. So that's a lot of work with schools, getting kids um, to be more physically active. Yeah. Did it work? Is it working? We've seen rates stabilize. Is it working? Yeah, I, I think it is. I think we have a heck of a lot of work to do. I think we have a lot of work to do. I mean, there's so many places where, you know, speaking of like outdoor spaces where people don't have access. So is it working? Yeah, I think it's working. I think we've seen some rates stabilize. There's been some newer data that's come out. Rates are stabilizing. We just have a lot of work to do. We have a lot of work to do. You know what we have seen, which is leading people to be somewhat optimistic, is that amongst some of the youngest children, I think there's been a slight decrease in obesity rates amongst the youngest children. So I think that has people optimistic for future generations. When all the work that you do, there's a, there's always been an aspect of working with communities Mm -hmm. and getting the word out. Are folks 
receptive to sort of these new things you've dealt with? One was trails, another's lifestyle. I mean, anytime you try to get people to change their lifestyle, it's probably difficult. Are there places where you've gotten resistance against all of this stuff, or have you always been welcomed with open arms? Oh, not always welcomed with open arms. And we certainly had people that when we were trying to build trails, you know, I've been yelled at my time or two, as I'm sure you have too. Um, I think the key with some of the lifestyle stuff is not to talk about it in terms of lifestyle stuff, um, but just to be, um, you know, I think some of the key is programming and things like that and having, making it fun and simple changes, talk about it in those kind of terms. Um, but no, I think there's always resistance. Um, yeah, definitely resistance. I mean, there's, you know, that people, it's hard to change. It's hard for people to change. And you have to have people like early leaders, like Tom Murphy, who said, we're going to do this and this is going to be good for the city and then have people jump on board. Is Livewell Allegheny something only Allegheny County is doing or is there a lot of this going on? across the state, across the country? No, nationally. I mean, we looked at, before I was even at the health, before I was at the health department, you know, there was some um, um, exploration and acknowledgement. We have a newer director at the health department, not newer, uh, about two years. And when she, she came here from another community and our health indicators are um, in the field, in the area of chronic disease are worse when you compare to state and national averages. So there was some um, exploration of what other communities nationally have done. So no, there's a Live Well San Diego, there's Get Healthy Philly. Um, you know, the big issue, the big theme is using collective action to impact people's health. So in my mind, what I always say to people is, what I want to do is connect the dots so that somebody in McKeesport understands how their trail development is connected to their kids eating healthier food in schools. You know, it's all connected. And so I think that that hopefully will push us over the edge. I mean, that is our hope is that through collective action, we will see some impact. You know, it can't just be the Steel Valley Trail Council working on its own. It has to be the Steel Valley Trail Council working with the Environmental Council to make a bigger trail that goes, you know, from Pittsburgh to Washington, D.C. And then there has to be the YMCA and Venture Outdoors that bring kids down to use the trail. And then there has to be the municipality that doesn't allow smoking on the trail. You know, so it has to be um, all things connected. And we've seen a lot of benefit from that. So that's the big picture. It's not new here in Allegheny County. We're modeling after what other communities have done nationally. And a couple of times you've mentioned health indicators that we're not doing well, the benchmarks. Yeah. Are we that bad off in Allegheny County? Well, I mean, we're not like abnormally. I mean, we have, are we off the charts? No, but we have like higher rates of things like diabetes, smoking than the state and national averages. Is it like 20% more? No, but it's a couple percent. And because I think a lot of people look at Pittsburgh now and say there's been this great transition, this great transformation that's now you know, it's now on foodie list. It's a place to retire. It's a place to start businesses. It's a place to do whatever. I mean, every top 10 list that comes out seems to have Pittsburgh, Allegheny County on it. But it sounds like we still have these tough issues that aren't going away. We do. Our population is getting younger, so it'll be very interesting to see the Allegheny Health Survey that's currently in the field now. We probably will see some improvement. I would, you know, we're kind of hypothesizing that we will for a variety of reasons. It's been a population that's getting younger, many of the changes that you cited. So, you know, we haven't done that survey since about, it's been about five years. So we'll see. I mean, hopefully some of our numbers will go down, um, you know, with some um, survey work that's in the field now. But I don't think that we can, um, you know, a lot of the things that you mentioned are not happening around, you know, if I'm looking at countywide outside of the city, a lot of those things are not happening 
outside of the city. Um, and so we need to make sure, you know, there's a lot of talk, a lot of issues that are now getting pushed to, you know, some of the first ring suburbs. So there's, there's just a lot of work to be done. You know, we can't just, I think it's wonderful. I live in, in Pittsburgh. I think it's wonderful what's happening in Pittsburgh, but there's a lot of need outside of Pittsburgh, even, you know, certainly outside of Allegheny County too. So, but it's certainly wonderful what's happening in Pittsburgh. So, so what's next? You've tackled the trails, you're tackling health. What are you doing next? What's what if, you know, you'd look out there. What's the next big thing hanging out there that you're going to take on and solve for the world? Well, I'm pretty happy. I mean, I, I think that the work that, that we're doing, that I'm doing right now will hopefully have an impact. So I'd like to stick with it a little bit longer um, and, you know, really get people to decide, you know, make healthier choices and decide what that is for them and come up with creative ways to do that. Um, so I think there's a lot of work still to be done in that field. You know, there's, there's just, there's so much work to be done, but I, I see, I see a lot more, a lot more, um, happening, you know, just last night I saw a new exercise class in a community center right near my, right near my house. Like I see more of it happening that I just had no clue what's going on. Um, so I see a lot more happening. I think, um, bigger picture, we just have to, you know, you always have to do more of the good work that's being done. Well, Hannah, thank you for doing this, and you are doing that good work, and we appreciate it immensely. Uh, it's been fun. It's going to be fun watching what happens next. But uh, Hannah Hardy, the Allegheny County Health Department, Director of Chronic Disease. It's, it, that title just sounds like you're program supposed to be promoting or something, chronic know, disease or something. Program manager. Program no, manager. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but, I'm not no, promoting chronic disease. Don't promote them. Preventing. Get, preventing chronic yeah, disease. Right. Thank you for doing this. Thank you very much. And uh, Allegheny Health Department, Google it. Take a look at all their stuff, and yeah. uh, we look forward to talking to you some more. Thank you. Thank you. Pennsylvania Legacies is a production of the Pennsylvania Environmental Council. The views expressed by guests and even by the host are not necessarily those of the Pennsylvania Environmental Council. Our thanks to Regan Curry, who produces this show for us, and also to Very Tight Recordings and Matt, who provides us with the studio space in Sharpsburg, Pennsylvania. Check him out. It's a great facility if you need recording work. And look for the Pennsylvania Environmental Council at www.pecpa.org. Thanks for listening.